2: Twin Cities Wellness Radio.
3: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Secretary of State Pompeo on the Easter Sunday massacre in Sri Lanka. Today
2: our nation grieves with the people of Sri Lanka, and we stand uh, committed, resolved to confront terrorism together. Sri Lankan
3: authorities say a domestic Islamic terror group is to blame for the suicide bombings that killed 290 people, the blast targeting churches and schools in Sri Lanka. The Trump administration putting five countries, including allies Japan, South Korea, and Turkey, on notice. They will no longer be exempt from U.S. sanctions if they continue importing oil from Iran. Secretary of State Pompeo says up to 40 percent of the Tehran regime's revenue comes from the sale of oil abroad. On Wall Street, stocks starting off the week on a down note. The Dow is off 49 points, the Nasdaq 14 points in the red. This is SRN News.
0: Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All All of the the perks, perks, none none of the hassle. hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
3: You've got 24-7 access to Wellness 1570, both with our content, by listening, and also podcasts and more at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Listen anytime, anywhere with our mobile app, downloadable for your mobile device. Also, on TuneIn iHeartRadio. Like It Matters Radio is coming up next. Your forecast here from the Eagle Wellness Studios today. We'll see partly cloudy skies and a pretty nice 62.
4: You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
0: Call for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100.
4: This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Sam from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania writes, Dr. Ray, recently my doctor has diagnosed me with an enlarged prostate. What should I do? Well, an enlarged prostate, several things. First, you want to make sure you maintain healthy testosterone levels. That's the primary male hormone. There's a byproduct of testosterone called DHT or dihydrotestosterone. It's the culprit. It's the one that causes the prostate to become enlarged. So you want to make sure you continually eat an avocado every single day. An avocado a day keeps prostate issues away, contains a component in it called beta-cystosis. Sterol, which protects the prostate every single time also salt palmetto pumpkin seed oil and zinc zinc is the number one mineral that we as men need to protect our prostate and also to keep healthy testosterone levels
5: People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord. It's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and co-workers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together, we are stronger. Walk MS Fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org.
2: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, we're going to keep it simple, soldier. Today, we're going to give you just two choices. You don't need 22 choices. You don't need 10 choices. You don't need 7, 8, or 9 choices. Let us keep it simple, soldier. And today's topic of the show is The Road Not Taken. You know, it's a great poem by Robert Frost. It says, The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though, as for that, the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves, no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I ever should come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverge in a wood, and I, I took the one last traveled by, and that has made all the difference. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we are all uh, natural born procrastinators. And procrastination is putting off what should be done, putting it off for whatever reason. You can go through all the excuses, but we are natural born procrastinators. And the number one way we procrastinate is I don't know. That's your answer. I don't know. See, we don't want to know. We don't want to take an honest look. Because if we did know our marriage was broken, then we need to take a look at it. If we did know that coach was molesting our child uh after practice because we were too busy building our kingdom on this planet that we couldn't be where we were supposed to be, then we don't need to take a look at our lifestyle choices. So a lot of people are so busy. You know, I heard a pastor one time say, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. We're so busy. We're so busy on weekends with all our kids' sports, running from this sport to that sport, to, you know, 14-hour days on weekend, uh, softball games, three, four games a a weekend. You know, we're so busy with all the, you know, the, uh, uh, the Ocho You know, how many channels of ESPN do we really need people? You know, have you flipped through the channels? There is every type of sport you could ever imagine on TV. Don't you see it? We're so busy. We got so much going on. You see, confusion uh, is our enemy's greatest weapon formed against us. See, when we're confused, we don't walk with a purpose. When we're confused, we don't talk up. When we're confused, we don't uh, we don't do things intentionally. When we're confused, uh, we don't stand out or stand up or speak up or speak out. When we're confused, don't you hear it? The number one cause of procrastination is I don't know. The weapons formed against us that is most powerful is confusion. And so one thing as leaders we must do is we must remove confusion. But you got to realize that life is about choices. You know, where we're, we're conceived, you know, people want to ask a silly question, when does life begin? Well, life doesn't begin at the, at the birth. That's just when we are got out of the womb. But life begins at conception. Google it. You can search it now. Uh, They always believe that something magnificent happens when an egg is fertilized at conception. And now they show that it's basically a cellular fireworks when conception takes place. When life is created, it's a cellular fireworks. And so life begins at conception. We are having memories and learning and hearing and listening to our parents' voice and we're taking on the, the chemical makeup of our bodies being created by the, the epigenetics of the mother. Her, her, her food that she's eating is being nourished. Her, 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 her thoughts that she's having is creating neural pathways and energy that's active in the creation process. Uh, by the time a child is six years old, the majority of the map of reality is in place, but I can tell you this. Uh, by the time uh, an embryo uh, is what 11th to 25th weeks or 26 weeks, their fingerprints are in place. Their fingerprints are exact duplicate copy of the neural pathways in their brain. So their brain makeup, how they're going to be, how they're going to learn, what percentage of visual, auditory, kinesthetic, what percentage they are right brain, left brain, and that basic demeanor that whether they're self-driven or or environmentally driven. All that is already in place in the first trimester. Stunning, right? So we're conceived. Uh, we, we spend nine months, some of us. Some of us spend only five months in the womb. Some of us spend a little 10 months in the womb. But we're conceived. We spend our time in the womb. And then we're birthed. And then we have childhood. Uh, and then there's this adolescence. And by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map reality in place before we're on our own, we've learned how to survive, how to get through, how to become a chameleon, how to rebel, how to fight, whatever it is, right, to to get through that childhood. Maybe one out of five people have a great childhood. Maybe two out of five people have a, a pretty good childhood. But I'm telling you what, based on my 25 years, based on the I don't know, the 10, 15,000 people that I've walked intimately with, more than half of people have a traumatized childhood. My daughter, uh, who I love very much, and my son, I raised my kids, my two oldest kids a little bit on my own. Uh, man, I had a traumatic childhood. And I, my daughter was the most important thing in my life. I altered everything I did. I wanted to give my kids the life I never could have dreamed of. My kids were never molested. They were never abused, although Christian might tell you that a couple times I put my hands around his neck and wanted to lift him off the ground. Ah, so frustrating. You know, I might have had a a, a couple of, of, of harsh disciplines with my son, Christian, uh, but man, from the I can't remember the last time I put a hand on them be, when they were in double digits age-wise. But yet today, my daughter, who lives in uh, academia, who, you know, is part of a— uh, of a church group that doesn't seem interested in what the Bible says, more interested in their uh, what they think it should be, <laughs> thinks that you know she's come to grips with her childhood. She's had a tough childhood. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we all have choices, and that's the point here is at some point we start making our own choices. As little kids, we start making our own belief choices, but as we get our own, we make choices, and it's it's like a switching yard in a train station. My little boy, Benai is into trains so much. He loves trains. And there's these switches. So this train comes in one way, Thomas the train. And if he pushes the lever down, it goes to the left. If he leaves alone, it goes to the right. It's a switching station. And I want you to consider life is that way. It's a series of choices. You know, we all have a choice to live a lie or be ourselves to laugh and cry or to follow someone else. To look up and smile, or bow down and frown, to walk the whole mile, or take off our crown. We have a choice to shout out loud, or chant a whisper, to fly through the clouds, or to be blown like paper. To conquer our fear, or hide in the shadow, to the wise words hear, or be thrown out the window. We all have a choice to climb our highest mountain, or fall into their deepest hole. To drink from life's fountain, or live life like a troubled soul. See no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And so today, I want to consider we have choices. Let's keep it simple, soldier. We don't need to make it convoluted. There's a narrow road and there's a wide road. You're either a flower in a relationship or a gardener. You're either a conduit or you're a cistern. You're either self-thinking, you can think on your own, or you're a group thinker. You're either wrapped up in, in, in your success or you're wrapped up in significance. You're either focused on self or you're focused on others. You either have a backwards focus or a forward focus. You either have a limited pie or an unlimited pie. Today, we're going to talk about the road not taken. Because before each and every human being, there are choices. And the sum total of our life comes down to those choices. We'll be back in three minutes.
6: Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related and I mean, i I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows and I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Imagine your
1: increase in sales with your web at the top of search engines getting first crack at millions of potential customers. We know how to make that happen. We're Salem Surround digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest ideas that could dramatically grow your profits. Getting your website at the top of search engines is a process that takes unusual expertise. Our team can help you achieve. In fact, we can put all your digital marketing under one roof give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers.
6: That's like net.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the road not taken and please if you miss any of this radio show you need to be on this radio show you need to spend an hour a day you realize our mind has unlimited plasticity our mind is the only organ in our body that actually gets better with use every other organ is going to wear out the more you use it the the weaker the more worn out becomes but your mind is not that way you can stay young mentally by challenging yourself, by learning a book, by reading uh, reading a book now and then that doesn't have smut or vampires in it. And by the way, before break, uh, I had read a poem called Choices. That was by Alan Stiebel. Great poem by Alan Stiebel called Choices. And that's what today is about. Today's show is called The Road Not Taken. And so uh if you missed any of the show, you need to listen to it again. Go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com and uh you can listen to this and other archive messages also. Please share us. Wherever city you're in, please reach out to your local radio station. Tell them that they should carry like it matters radio, you know there's a lot of stations that are looking for good content that they got to fill spots they haven't have all the time sold, so I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning i don't care if it's midnight, I don't care if it's on a Sunday at two a m or whatever. man, let them know we're out there. I'll send them our radio station they can tr- they can play it. you know, I truly believe we can change this world. But if we're going to change this world, we got to change our thinking. I teach people how they work. I teach people how to get out of the pastor's seat and get into the driver's seat so they're not so manipulated. And that's what today's radio show is about, The Road Not Taken. So listen to this radio show daily. You can subscribe to iTunes. Go to iTunes, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. Go to Facebook. You can like us on Facebook, Facebook facebook.com, L-I-M Radio. And we are so blessed. We are in two terrestrial markets, and uh, soon we'll be in the local market in Dallas-Fort Worth as well. Uh, but we're in Minneapolis, St. Paul, our, our base station, our team, our equipo, uh, right there, AM 1570, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, uh, 9 to, uh, 9 to 10 AM every day, Monday through Friday, Central Standard Time. And then we replay in Minneapolis-St. Paul, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then St. Louis, so honored to be on the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. Love being a part there. Love speaking life into all communities. Communities of color, communities of non-color, communities of hope, communities of hopelessness, uh, communities of privilege, communities of non-privilege. I treat all people the same. Like Dr. King said, it really should matter the content of someone's character. It really should matter what type of person they are, not what type of uh, person uh, that they they have on their outside, not what color of skin, not what sex, uh, not what height, not what any of that stuff, none of that matters. What matters is the content of someone's character. And let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, We live in a harsh world, man, where there are people who are keeping their pound of flesh, are keeping their record of wrong. Remember, there's two types of people. Keep it simple, soldier. You don't need 22 choices. Keep it simple. Dr. William Marston, who's considered the father of adult learning, taught us back in the 20s, 1920s, that adults learn in chunks. Adults can hold on to only at a given time, he said 100 years ago, seven plus or minus two chunks. I can tell you that's changed. We are simple-minded, closed-minded, narrow-minded. Uh, we can't hold on to seven things. I'm going to suggest keep it simple, soldier. Keep it to two or three. Don't give yourself seven choices because you'll confuse yourself and you won't make any. Or you'll take whatever the easiest and be careful of the easy button. The easy button's not what you're looking for. If you're looking for easy, go to a bar on Friday or Saturday night past midnight. If you're looking for easy, hit some of these apps where you just connect with whoever's close by and you exchange some fluids and then you go on your way. If you're looking for easy, you're probably going to wind up in jail someday. If you're looking for easy, you're probably not finding eternal. You don't want the easy button. You want the go button. And it's easy to keep a pound of flesh. It's easy to keep a record wrong. It's easy to tell people that, that you know all the things they've done wrong. Here's an article. Santa Ana McDonald's manager beaten, choked by woman, upset. <clears throat> and you might ask yourself, wow, what could this woman be upset about? Was she attacked? Was she verbally humiliated? Was she uh, Did the person uh, that she attacked vote for Trump? Uh, was she wearing a Make America Great hat again? That's why she was beaten. Nope. A woman was captured on video beating a McDonald's store manager in Santa Ana recently and police released the footage Tuesday as they intensified their efforts to find her. The incident began around 11 p.m. on October 27th, after the woman went through the drive-thru of the McDonald's restaurant. After getting her food, she apparently became enraged when she discovered, you ready for this? There was not enough ketchup in the order. Oh, that ticks me off, man. Oh, that gets me boiling. Oh, I just want to pick up my AK-47. I mean, wow. The woman then entered. When she found out there was enough ketchup in her bag, the woman then entered the employee entrance of the McDonald's. I mean, the, the, the building's closed. So she goes in the employee entrance and asks for ketchup. When told by the manager she couldn't be in the building, the woman became combative. Uh, those, that's in quotes. And began pushing, punching, and choking the employee. Can you believe that? <clears throat> Why? Because this woman's sick and tired of the world treating her like terrible. Sick and tired of treating her like she doesn't matter. And she's Hispanic. You can tell that in the picture. And so she's been raged up, told to hate Trump, and Trump hates her. Rah! You know, this guy's going to go away in a little while, ladies and gentlemen. But your hatred, your bitterness... Uh, that stuff that you think's from God that's not from God will not go away. See, there's two types of people in the world. There are those people that are looking to get their pound of flesh uh, to keep their record of wrong, or those people that are giving out an ounce of mercy, maybe a couple ounces of mercy. Maybe they're given forgiveness. Maybe they're given understanding. See, there are two types of people in this world. There are leaners and there are lifters. There are two kinds of people on earth today, two kinds of people no more, I say. Not the good or the bad, for it's well understood. The good are half bad. The bad are half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years bring each man his laughter and each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, for to count a man's wealth, you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud for in life's busy span who puts on vain airs is not, counted a man. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who laugh and the people who lean. I'm sorry, the people who lift and the people who lean. Wherever you go, you'll find the world's masses are ever divided into these two classes. And strangely enough, you will find, too, I mean, there is only one lifter to 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtaxed lifters who toil down the road? Or are you a leaner who lets others bear your portion of worry and labor and care? That's by Ella Wheeler Cox. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, that's the point today. There are really two types, two roads. You know, even the good book talks about that. The good book talks about that there are two gates, that there are two paths. One is narrow, and one is wide. One has very few people on it, and one has a lot of people on it. One is hard, and one is easy. One is a lot of fun, and one is a lot of work. One has a lot of self-success on it. And one has a lot of significance on it. One is popular. One is not popular. One is common. What you'd call conventional wisdom. And one is uncommon. Not many agree with it. One could be called the way of the world. And one is absolutely not the way of the world. I mean, it could be a lot of other ways, but it's not the way of the world. It could be self-way. It could be a weird way. It could be a strange way. It could be God's way, but it's not the way of the world. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to consider... So many people are on autopilot and they're not dealing with things. You know, one of the reasons why our training is so tough is because we have people take a 100% honest look at themselves. And this level of honesty is in relation to how they can improve in every aspect of their life. You know, to become a better boss, a better coworker, a better team player, heck, a better spouse, a better parent, if those are roles you play in your life. And so without you realizing what we're doing, we have you take this personal inventory, have you take a look at your strengths, have you take a look at your weaknesses, uh, work on reinforcing the strengths and minimizing the soft areas. In two and a half days, people learn more about themselves in that two days than they could possibly learn about themselves in years outside that classroom. But in that process, I've learned again that there are really two choices. You can choose to trust or you can choose to be stuck in the past. You can choose to take constructive criticism, or you can choose to take it as an attack on you. You can choose to take advantage of the opportunity, or you can choose to take advantage of your excuses of why you can't take advantage of the opportunity. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the road not taken. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network.
3: reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
6: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitments. Hi, I'm Lee, along with Matt and Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. In John chapter 3, there's a man named Nicodemus that comes to Jesus by night to ask him questions. Nicodemus was a pretty smart guy. He was even admired by a lot of people around him. He was a Pharisee who had so much knowledge of the scriptures at that time, but he missed one simple truth. You must be born again. Many people call us with issues that seem complicated regarding their roof or gutters. There may actually be a simple solution to the problem we'd love the opportunity to come to your home, take a look at what's happening, and see if there isn't that simple solution. Just as Jesus answered Nicodemus's question with the famous verse, John 3.16, we hope to solve your problem with a straightforward solution. Call us today at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople. We're just great roofers.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction. Don't you know what that means? That means your work going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That already differentiates you from most of the people in this world. Yep, it truly does. And today, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the road not taken. And by the way, for those that don't know, you can go to my uh, website, likeitmatters.net, and you can look at our training schedule. I had someone text me in between uh, the, the on the commercial break. Uh, yeah, you go to net. you can see our schedule right there. Uh, we only got one class left this year, and that's in Sacramento at the end of the year. It's already closed. Uh, it's actually overbooked. So, uh, and the class in January is already o- closed. It's overbooked as well in January. People truly, this radio show is off and, and help us spread the show, the, the news on this radio show. Please, whatever city you live in, reach out to your local radio station and say, Hey, we got some great program. If you're looking to fill some space, because all radio stations are looking to fill space. They have time that they haven't sold and they like good content. Man, our our radio show is great filler. I want to be in every country. I mean, in every city, uh, on every radio station around this country. We can change things. We can change the world. We just gotta wake people up. I kind of feel like I'm in a, on a rescue mission. I want to wake people up. It's kind of like the Matrix. You got people just, you know, living life in a drone as a drone, living life plugged in, being told what to think. And that's what today's show is all about. You know, The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. He said there's two roads he came to. And he wound up taking the one that was less taken. And that's what we're called to do. The good book tells us that. To find the narrow path, not the wide path. Find the one with very few on it. Not the one with tons of people on it. You got to decide what type of person are you going to be. It reminds me of a story about two men who both... Played different roles in this interaction. Two men, both seriously ill, occupied the same hospital room. One man was allowed to sit up in his bed for an hour each afternoon to help drain the fluid from his lungs. His bed happened to be next to the room's only window. The other man had to spend all his time flat on his back. The men talked for hours on end. They spoke of their wives and their families, their homes, their jobs. Their involvement in the military service where they had been on vacation, all that, they just, that's all they had to do is fill the time with conversation. Every afternoon, when the man in the bed by the window was allowed to sit up, he would pass the time by describing to his roommate all the things he could see outside the window. And he would do this in full, living color, in great, vivid, intimate details. It was like the, the other guy laying on the bed could see through his eyes. The man in the other bed began to live for those one-hour periods where his world would be broadened and enlivened by all the activity, the color of the world outside, as described as this man through his own eyes. He was seeing it and then conveying it to this other man who was uh, flat on his back. And it was like he was seeing himself. See, the window overlooked a park with a lovely lake. And because of the water, there was all kinds of activity around it. You know, ducks and swans played on the water while children sailed their model boats. Young lovers walked arm in arm amidst flowers of every color and a fine view of the city skyline could be seen in the distance. As the man by the window described all this in exquisite detail, the man on the other side of the room would close his eyes and imagine the picturesque scene. One warm afternoon, the man by the window described a parade passing by. Although the other man couldn't hear the band, he could see it. In his mind's eyes, as the gentleman by the window portrayed it with descriptive words, and then in his mind's ear, he could hear it. He could hear the march. He could hear the trumpet. He could hear the bass drum. He could hear the trombone as if he were standing on the street sidewalk watching it go by. Days and weeks passed. One morning, the day nurse arrived to bring water for their baths, only to find the lifeless body of the man by the window. He had died that night before peacefully in his sleep. She was saddened and called the hospital attendants to take the body away. As soon as it seemed appropriate, the other man asked if he could be moved next to the window. The nurse was happy to accommodate And they made the switch. And after making sure he was comfortable, she left him alone. Slowly, painfully, he propped himself up on one elbow to take his first look out of the real world, to look outside that window, to give him some hope, some life, some light, like his friend would do daily. And as he strained to get up and lean on that elbow in, in intense pain, he slowly turned to look out the window beside the bed. And what he saw stunned him. He was facing a blank wall. The man asked the nurse what could have compelled his deceased roommate, who had described such wonderful things outside this window, to lie to him, to make all that stuff up to mislead him. The nurse responded that the man was blind and could not even see the wall. She said, perhaps he just wanted to encourage you. Well, there's a choice. Are you an encourager? Are you a discourager? You know, think about that. Are you running around out there wanting to be like everybody else? Or are you out there living your life in a way that people want to be like you? I mean, think about this. For the last couple of hundred years, a majority of the world has wanted to be like America. And somehow over the last dozen or ten years, somehow that all switched. All of a sudden, America wanted to be like the rest of the world. But let's bring this back to you. Are you living your life in such a way that the rest of the world wants to be like you, the people in your world, the people at your work, the people in your community, the people in your family? Or are you still wanting to figure out and be like everybody else? See, when you know who you are, when you know why you're here, when you know whose you are, those choices are a lot simpler. When you know why the God of the universe breathed life into you, why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, do it again and again, you have a mission, you have a purpose, you have a vision, you have core values. That's what I do at likeitmatters.net. I help people remind themselves who they are, what they were made for, why they were created. You're unique there's nobody else out there like you. you can either be a, a popular person or not popular. you can either be keep your record wrong or give forgiveness. you could either play the victim or you could hand out understanding. you could either keep your pound of flesh or you can give away some mercy. you can either live in a limited pie theory or an unlimited pie theory and give it away. You can either be wrapped up in your own success or you can focus on the significance which mandates that include other people. Dorothy Parker has a great poem. It's called "Men," and it's probably more tailored from a, a, a woman's point of view to a man who's courter. But I want you to hear when you say men, human, human, the world, the system, the man. Some of you know what I'm talking about, right? the man? The man's keeping you down. The man's got his thumb on you. The man's making you do what you do. The man's why you're so angry, right? It's called men. It says they hail you as their morning star because you are the way you are. If you return the sentiment, they'll try to make you different. And once they have you safe and sound, they want to change you all around. Your moods and ways they put a curse on. They'd make of you another person. They cannot let you go your gait. They influence and reeducate. They'd alter all that they admired. They make me sick. They make me tired. And see, when you don't know who you are, when you know why you're here, see, you're either a person of purpose or you're a person of survival. You either have a reason why you get out of bed each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, do it again and again, or you don't. See, so many people are wanting to to be what everybody else wants them to be. Somewhere along the line, they lost themselves. Maybe they never even knew themselves. We get so wrapped up in wanting to be liked, wanting to fit in, wanting to keep up. We want to keep up with the Joneses. Keep up with people we don't know, buying things we don't need, doing things that don't bring us everlasting peace or contentment. And then we get to a low point. We wonder why. What's this all about? Either you're an encourager or you're a discourager. Either you use your words to build people up or you use your words to tear them down. Either you're a conduit or a cistern. You know, a conduit is a pass-through agent. A cistern holds on to things. You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth, and nothing flows out of the Dead Sea. A few underground waterways feed it. That's why it's dead. Let me ask you something, leader. Are you a Dead Sea leader? Has your father or mother poured into you all your life, and now you're just taken away? You're murdering them with your gossip? With your victimhood? Are you a giver or taker? See, a conduit is a pass-through agent. We use our blessings to bless other people. But a cistern just stores up. Stores up, keeps, but doesn't share. It's all about them, to a cistern, but to a conduit, it's all about service. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes.
7: Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal sponsors donors and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world if you are willing please email us at mr black at like in the subject line put posse again that's mr black at like it matters in the subject line put posse join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational leadership awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, That having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide. All at likeitmatters.net.
4: Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen following directions accepting responsibility being a good role model and it's about respect for officials opponents the rules and each other the result it transcends sports it gives us hope for the future high school sports there's so much more than just a game This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your Radio Life County, Mr. Black. And please, I'd love to hear from you. Please email me. Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. That's M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmatterspluralradio.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want anything I share on the radio, I'd love to share that with you. Uh, and if you truly want to change your life, my friend, if you truly want to live the life that you were created to live, because I help people maximize the potentials they were created with, go to likeitmatters.net. And today, we're talking about the two different types of people. The show's called The Road Not Taken because we have these these uh, switches in our life. We have a series of choices. And the way we're remembered at the end of our life is by those choices that we make. And you can either be one or the other. You can either be the, on the narrow path or the wide path, but not both. You can either doing the the things that are common or the things that are uncommon. You can either be keeping your pound of flesh or giving away some mercy. You can either be a giver or a taker. One of my favorite poems is called The Cookie Thief. It's by Valerie Cox. It says a woman was waiting at an airport one night, was several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one, too. When only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, Oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise why there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair, then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. You know, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we think we're giving when we're really taking. You know, givers and takers. I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we felt absolutely certain our perception's right, only to find the truth in a different light. Let's be honest. Have you been the cookie thief more times than you'd like to admit? You know, and that's why what I do is so tough. Because we have to take a 100% honest look at ourselves. And all true leaders ask themselves three questions. And they're called three questions of a clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? You know, that first question requires absolute honesty. I used to travel with a Garmin, you know, a, you know, the detachable GPS device, and I'd take my Garmin in the house, I'd type in the address of where I wanted to go, I'd put the zip code, the dash, the four digits. I mean, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. But occasionally, when I did that, the GPS would not give me directions. And you know why? Because the GPS couldn't locate me. In other words, the satellite could not find where I was holding their unit. And if that GPS, that satellite can't identify my starting point, then it doesn't matter how clear my instructions are. It won't give me directions. You know, and the truth will set you free. And a lot of us are afraid of the truth, we procrastinate, we pretend, we act as if nothing's wrong, everything's okay, we put our nose to the grindstone. I remember a story I heard years ago, Buddha, uh, when he was training his uh, his people, he would tell a story, he said there was this man who, who was a single dad, he loved his little boy and he lost his wife uh, a little while earlier but he had to travel, part of his way he sold goods and so he had to travel. So he would teach his son to stay locked up in the room and not to answer the door and all that. And uh, while he was away, he had heard that a group of bandits, marauders, had come to their village and and kidnapped everybody and killed some, kidnapped the rest, burned the village down. And upon hearing that, he he hurried back to his village. And he came to his, his home, and it was burned down. And as he was going through the rubble, he saw what looked to be the remains of his son, a small skeletal system. And he fell on his face in the ashes and wept and wept and wept. And he picked up those remaining bones and the ashes surrounding them and put them in a satchel. And he carried that satchel on his belt wherever he went. And he would weep and he'd cry and he'd moan. The love for his son was so intense and the loss and just thinking about the terrible thing that happened to him. And this went on for months and months, maybe a year. But after a while, he came to grips that his son was dead, that he'd no longer see his son, and he'd basically shut off those feelings, went numb to it. The pain was enough. No more hurting. No more pain. After a little while of this, in the middle of the night, one night he'd cried himself to sleep, and uh, and then he heard this knock on this door, and it was a, a voice that, that was saying, Papa, Papa, let's meet your son. It's your son, let me in. And the, the, the man was incredulous. How could someone be so cruel? He said, go away, go away, my son's dead, go away. And the person would knock on the door and say, Papa, Papa, it's me, it's your son, let me in. And the man would just weep and cry until and, a point where he couldn't even hear the knocks on the door after a while because his sobbing was so loud. After a while, the knocking stopped. And Buddha would say that that person went away and never returned ever again. And the Buddha said that that was his son. See, his son wasn't killed. He was kidnapped. And his son had escaped from the robbers, from the kidnappers. And then he would go on to say the moral of the story is that sometimes... We hold on to what we believe to be the truth. That when the real truth, when the real truth, when the real truth comes knocking on our door, we won't open the door to seek it, to find it, to know it. And ladies and gentlemen, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And most people don't know what they believe. Dr. Adler says, he's a psychologist, says by the time a child is six years old, a majority of our map of reality is in place. I read in the Irish Science Journal that 40% of memories are made up. You see, ladies and gentlemen, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. It's not driven by the truth. See, no one responds to the truth. What we respond to is what we believe to be true. No one responds to reality, what we respond to is our map of reality. See, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief, and those beliefs are framed, are filtered by our past. And we got to deal with some of the past. We can never achieve the future we want until we've properly dealt with our past. Because so many people stuff, 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 snap. Stuff, 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 snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. I don't have enough ketchup, Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. My boyfriend and girlfriend's cheating on me. Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. I lose a job. Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. stuff. I lose a child. Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. Uh, there's an election coming up, so I have to get angry and bitter, so I'll vote. Snap. Don't you hear it? If we're gonna change our world, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta change our thinking. And we got to realize in every relationship, there's a flower and there's a gardener. Which one are you? You're either a conduit or cistern. You're either a self-thinker or group thinker. I'm amazed at how racist this world is, that everybody that looks one way has to think alike. It's one of the most racist things I've ever heard, that all black people got to think one way. That's just stunning. I would be so offended if I was of color and someone told me I have to think this way. I'm not going to go on your physical plantation and get me out of your mental plantation. That's what I'd say if I had color on my skin. You're either giving out an ounce of mercy or you're keeping your pound of flesh. You're either moving forward or you're focusing on going backwards. You're either living a life of significance or you're living a life of self-success. Choose, and those choices decide how you remember. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when
8: you live your life like it matters, it does. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, you've seen ads from the national chains, you've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com.
0: INeedMoreHair.com Experience you can trust. Prices
2: you can afford.
8: Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley.